All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solo Base 15 here with my good friend Zareth, and we are exhausted from gameplay today. How's it going, Zareth? I'm exhausted, Solo, as you might imagine. <clears throat> but I've got I've got my recharge here, so we're good. <laughs> oh my god. So the the brilliant minds at CG have decided to pair light side territory battles and TW again. I don't know how they pull it off uh, legitimately because I th- I, th- I felt like it was five weeks <laughs> and somehow it's still lined up. And here we are, though. Congrats, everybody. We're, we're doing we're doing double shift. Um, I mean, this time it makes sense, at least, because it was February that we just got through. So 28 days. But no, I mean, as so I was talking to Sarah, uh, who, you know, does all the all these territory battle things and um she she said that like like say territory battle is always like at the start of the month it like whenever yeah. it like however they do it like they just plan around that i don't know if it's just like they delay a day to start certain events or whatever but except for today's the seventh we're the second weekend <laughs> well I'm sure i mean um kind of i mean this is still the first monday though it is. And that I know that's how they do conquest is the first Monday of each month. But like so Dojo was on event server. This this is a couple of weeks ago. And a bunch of people complained. I think it was um mm-hmm. I think it was the start of last conquest in Lightside Territory Battles. And he's like, Well, we looked at the stats and people don't play more. Like, I, I call bullshit. I just <laughs> straight up, straight up BS. Like, I, I've legitimately haven't put the game down yet today. And I still have so much to do. Yeah, I have a ton to do. And it's, and I have Sarah to do, like she's doing my conquest. Yeah, it must be nice to have people to do your conquest. I used to have that and not anymore. Jerks. I know we deleted too many of their comments. I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but okay, so so here's here's the thing. You're you're right. It's frustrating. I I don't like it. I this is this is a lot to do, especially like at least tonight and tomorrow we're not playing GAC, but like it's gonna be right. a busy Friday or Wednesday. It's gonna be ridiculous. Oh my god, busy. Wednesday is gonna be awful. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but but here's. Here's one thing I was thinking of. So what? Let, let's just say that conquest will always be paired with light state territory battles. Uh, not not that I want yeah. that, but if if they do, right. uh, I was thinking. Okay, so right now uh, the territory battle that we haven't beat yet is um, light side territory battle. Yeah, like dark side is solved for a lot of different guilds. Even you know my alt guild, uh, it can do it. My main guild has been able to do it for a long time. Um, and so I feel like the the next, and they haven't always operated like this, but the next like logical step, if they do a progression for territory battles, would be to add another, <clears throat> uh, to add a dark side territory battle next, like dark side Endor or something. And if that's the case, I would rather have a conquest be at the same time as light side where we can kind of just goof off and just use our fun comps kind of because that's eventually what it's going to turn into until day four uh, 
we can goof off and light side and then dark side can be the one that's challenging and we don't have conquest to deal with it to deal with it at the same time um i mean in theory that makes sense <laughs> but that could be that literally could be a year and a half away Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure I'm give, giving CG too much credit for that. Um, yes. Yeah. Probably not being benevolent and like, hey, look at this, guys. We're, <laughs> we thought years in advance. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I just, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be nice. Um, <laughs> I'm not counting on it, though. Uh, so, and then, and then actually... The replacement to that is uh, we'd get a new one and we'd have that much extra um... hate in our lives. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now, like you said, dark side is, is mostly figured out for me. Day four, you still have to play because sure. um, those days can get a little, a little funky. Like I can literally auto everything up to day four and then they're just like, nope. You're done autoing today. Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, I still auto Lord Vader and Sith Eternal. Those those two I can auto on in day four. Yeah. But yeah, Supreme Leader Kylo and uh, oh, whether you do Kylo, Nice Sisters, or Troopers, you gotta manually play it. Right. Right. Yeah. You have to. You have to like massage Supreme Leader Kylo in that wave three to get into wave four and survive. Right, you have to get him into his alt and get make sure his alt is loaded and yeah, yeah. it's a mess. I, I want to, what I want to see, actually, I'm, I, I think, I think that my next relic eight, I'm sorry, relic, relic nine is going to be Kylo, Supreme Leader Kylo. He's, he's just so ridiculous at relic nine. I'm like, I can't believe how much of an impact it makes because it doesn't look stat wise like it's that impressive, but it, it, it's, it- very. It adds up, and it adds up fast. Yeah, it's substantial. I'm, I'm, I'm not even mad. <laughs> it's amazing, but, but yeah, I mean, not to mention, I mean, we give him a lot of crap, but I mean, it's nice to know that he doesn't just, like, he actually does. He does a lot better at Relic Nine. So he, he legit, yeah, he legitimately does. I've fought a couple of them, um, and when oh god i had somebody so in my alt alliance our, our the alt alliance has you know like a hundred different guilds it's it's absurd how big the server is um but i had somebody i showed that i had a health arrow on kylo and granted the health arrow has like a five percent offense secondary on it too but he's like why would you put health arrow on him have you have you ever tried to kill a, a kylo at 150k health with your r7 jedi knight luke that's why right well yeah i mean it's like unless unless your luke team is all relic eight or nine like it's it's gonna be really difficult right and that that's what i've discovered so this is all of course in the context of us being in the the op leagues where everyone's got every relic possible and then some right oh but i mean i yeah i've just noticed that I, like relic seven a lot of times is just not enough i'm just like what what, what is this madness where relic seven is just like <laughs> insufficient for a counter like you have a full squad yeah, right. of relic seven that's not enough like what 
it's crazy, but I mean, you know, it, it bends me a little bit. I mean, it helps me, it helps me figure out good counters. I, you know, it's, it's actually fine. I just, it's, it's taken some time to wrap my mind around this, especially in fleets where it's like, why can't my crew at relic seven be enough? Why can't my silencer, like I put all, put all the 60 mods on him. Why can't that yeah. be enough? Sorry. You pe- <laughs> relic, relic f- uh, nine fives exist in this world. You need more. <laughs> oh god i know i know and the god relic nine on um in fleets is really becoming annoying <laughs> to put it to put it lightly it's, it's becoming annoying well, right like i don't i don't want a relic eight cad bane right now like there's nothing right. no, no part of me that wants that like that's not that's not good for me <laughs> Like it doesn't doesn't feel good. That's not enjoyable. And yet, that is like he's probably on the next, you know, in the list on the list to get to the next. Yep. I don't know. Probably the next five of them. You know, he's he's probably right. on the top five right now, which is actually most of the most of them on the list are for ships. In fact, so. And who knows? In a week, all of that might change. <laughs> or we're or unlocking interceptor before. Uh, GAC this week, and then we're probably going to just keep him in reserves. But right, you know what? He's actually fine in reserves because he, uh, as long as he's in the on the team with Darth Vader, he actually just impacts that fleet anyways. Even if you never bring him in, right? Yeah, uh, fleets is. I, I need to figure out fleets. Not that I don't have fleets figured out, but I mean the meta. The meta is changing in fleets of. Uh, Oh. People are carrying, people are now starting to mirror executor. Yeah, mine got mirrored for 74 banners. Both of us have Relic yeah. 9. And he, he mirrored it for 74 and didn't feel good, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, the funny part is, so... My last two rounds this week, I planned on doing that. I planned on mirroring executor, and my opponent had the same exact plan. So both times opened up fleets. And it's like, oh, well, we're both going to do well here, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's gotten a little crazy. Yeah. Um. Gosh. Yeah, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about fleets. I, I don't know what I feel, how I, like, I kind of, in a way, I realized that a lot of people hated the, uh, so first off, I, I just don't like executor, really. I don't, I don't like that it exists, but, <laughs> um, but within the context of that, I kind of like the idea of executor, uh, like, having to be on defense, and you both just have, like, an RNG fest there, because that opens the door sometimes, like, that, you can gamble a little bit, and, you know, like you can actually, you, you can come from behind in ships sometimes. Like that that opens an avenue for winning and, and to lose sometimes. But it, sure. it seemed like that it usually came down in my favor. Um, and now it's like, I think we can just kind of cancel each other's fleets where if the other place person places their, uh, you know, their executor and their negotiator, yeah. You, you just get max banners. Anyways. Well, right. So if you keep executor and negotiator on offense now, which 
you never used to be able to do that, right? Because um, you ran the risk of them one-shotting your fleets and you can't, something bad still happens to yours. But when you're both doing the same thing, if you keep executor and negotiator, you can literally put beat anything that they put down on defense. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to become how many like what what fleet gives the executor the most trouble to full like to get max banners on? It's like, hey, I stole five banners from executor. Like that was awesome. Right. Well, that's that's a, that's exactly it. Um, and the new the new ships that we're getting makes like almost a guaranteed cleanup. So in the past, you would still have to keep malevolence um just in case something went wrong right it, it, the executor battle goes wrong and you keep malevolence that way you can clean it up but now with the resistance it's a fairly fairly calm cleanup with the new resistance ship if you have stars on it if you still have like a two star i wouldn't i wouldn't count on that but if you if you have five plus stars on that resistance bomber as long as things weren't like awful you're you're going to be able to clean it up, uh, clean up the executor pretty well if something went wrong. Yeah, I did it once this week, actually. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is cool. I mean, it, like the bomber almost died a couple times, but it didn't. It was against a max fleet, you know, and it, they started with the AOE and all that stuff. So yeah, like the that bomber's pretty good. I want to see how the finish or the the finisher, the finalizer, <laughs> is going to end up with his bomber. Um, yeah. So I actually just brought tonight. I just brought first order officer to sit, uh, R six, hmm. getting ready for the bomber. Why R six? Is there a specific reason six, or just like he'll be seven and eight eventually, probably? Uh, because he was R five, and I only had enough materials to do one level. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. That's practicality that came came through. <laughs> Gosh. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you started seeing people with with Relic Seven Huxes now, and oh, Hux, absolutely. If this fleet is doing what I'm seeing it do, I mean, it makes complete sense. Well, I guess but, so. Um, makes me sad though. Eh, eh. I mean, at least there are characters that you use every single GA. It's not like getting Cad Bane to R7 or R8. And then it's like, all right, you you sit on your bench, on the bench, except for when we get to fleet. Like, at least Hux and First Order Officer, there is never a GA where I don't use them. Yeah, and yeah, I would rather get IG-11 and Queel up to Relic 7 instead. Well, tell them to find a plane. Get <laughs> get themselves a ship, yeah. Just make IG-11 into a ship and Quill can run. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> I'm good with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. I, I, I completely agree with you on that front. Um, but also, I, and, I mean, they have to be bringing in a third fleet to GA, right? I mean, it seems that way. Like right now, it, it seems... From what I've seen, unless I mean, there's there's always going to be people who come up with a counter uh, build to to whatever yeah. ma madness is going on. Uh, but what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing right now is like fleets are kind of at least at the top end. They're just going to cancel each other. They just yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and I don't know if that requires a totally maxed fleet. I don't, excuse me, I don't think it will, but I still think, I mean, that's, that's basically what, what this is. Like, you know, we're, we, we get to the point where we don't need to invest in more fleets. Like all you need is two fleets. And I think CG doesn't like that idea. absolutely yeah cg doesn't want us to say hey we're done (laughs) we have our four fleets right well so all they really need to do is release enough starfighters like two or three more starfighters and then they could totally justify uh, not not that i would love it i i would not look forward to this but i i think that we'll get another ship another capital ship in the near ish future yeah is my guess uh maybe and i don't know it's too early right now. Like if you say near future in August and in between then and now we get another two to three ships, I'd be cool with it. If we, if you say we're getting a new cap ship next month. Right. I think that's too, too, too near future. Okay, so... Know. So I've been having this thought of uh, like what what's going to come next? What what thing? What big thing? Because they they keep like, such a closed mouth on it, on it, and it's I guess it's fine honestly because you you know, then you'll always get people who just get you know they'll copy paste. Well, you said you were going to do this. Yeah, they'll hold it against them for years. Right. But, you know, so I can understand their reticence to actually you know tell us their plan, their big plan. But I keep thinking of like what what's going to come out next? Like what? Uh, so. Let's say they release two new Galactic Legends. And so then we can have four light side, four dark side. Like that seems like that's going to be problematic to design a territory battle that isn't just immediately solvable via Galactic Legend. Um oh they, I mean they'd find a way. <laughs> it's well, gonna probably. be like an anti-FU defense that anyone without a for Galactic Legends would cry. Um, I, I have full faith that they would find a way to design around gl- the current Galactic Legends. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, you're, you're probably right, but they, they could do it. They absolutely could. I, I guess my thought, though, is also, it seems to me also like we keep getting all these missions and all these things uh, for PvE of, you know, beat this mission and make sure a light side and dark side character like is escape or you know survive yeah. to the end you know that's that's the that's the thing in challenges i think it's a thing in uh conquest maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong about that but i mean they do have a lot of mixed squad things of like use han and boba together etc and so I keep wondering, you know, Starkiller, it forces us to use a mixed squad. I almost wonder if we're going to get the next territory battle. If it's just going to be one level, it's not going to be light side or dark side. It's just going to be one impossible to beat one that also that requires a bunch of mixed squads. Then we can use bounty hunters together. We can use like a bando team together. We can do, you know, we can have a Starkiller squad together. I, I don't know. Like, I just keep thinking about that. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm not putting any faith in that one. <laughs> um, that's fine. I don't put much faith in it either. I just yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen next, and I mean, it, it would make sense to me that they would just follow the same old, the same old methodology, especially because we don't know what's possible with their with their spaghetti code if they could even do the you know. 
yeah the, the one combined thing but i mean actually in in hoth territory battles not that it's a like difficult one that anyone does anymore at least you know even toward mid game but like the bounty hunter missions actually allow the light side bounty hunters to be used there because the requirement there is just bounty hunters yeah that's fair um yeah i still i I don't think that they care about territory battles. Like I think their impossible to reach ship goal was just so that nobody maxes it out for a long time and they can focus on other things. Like I think conquest is their new baby for the foreseeable future. Probably. I, I mean, you're right that the ship's goal, like they they placed it so impossibly out of reach that. I mean, you and I were just joking about how we're just not going to even get, we're not even going to have, uh, like, everyone, the whole guild, every guild is going to, every member is going to have an extra 100,000 GP from these three ships that are coming out. Yeah. And yet, the, I, and so we're all, we'll all get a ton more ship GP, and then we'll still not get the second star <laughs> in ships. Right. Like, right. that's... That's just the reality of it. So, I mean, you very well could be right that they they just put an impossible goal there so that they could eventually phase TB out. I mean, it'd be nice to be able to just auto light side territory battles. We'd be able to do that. I would love if uh, they can't end TB completely unless they completely rework reward somewhere. But it would be nice to get light side territory battle to the point that dark side territory battle is at right now. Like, let me auto the first three days and I'll show up the fourth day. That's cool. That's fine. Sure. Well, and I guess that that would solve, like if they're, if they're just not going to, if they're going to keep releasing galactic legends and stuff, I guess maybe the, the blueprint for territory battles. I mean, do they really want to, I mean, the, the light side territory battles right now, at least have so much, so many more nodes that you have to attack than the, than the Hoth, versions because you they we had more squads and more teams it's the same logic as we have in territory or sorry in gac of like as the game continues like end game characters and accounts are going to continue to accumulate squads and eventually they have to expand the number of squads that we can use i, I would imagine that that same logic would hold for a new territory battle as well which we did see that take place you know from yeah. hot in transition from hot to geo uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't want to have to do like 10 fights in territory battles every every day. Oh, good Lord. Uh, well, and so, yeah, that's uh, that's exactly the problem. We saw that in Territory Wars, right? And I, I enjoy Territory Wars. I, I think TW is fun, but like to to add more squads to the game, because that, that's what we asked for. I mean, if they release another GL, it would just be an entire under the old system. It would be two hundred GLs on offense, two hundred GLs on on defense, and it was a GL war. Um, so they added zones that we asked for, and I'm actually really happy about that. But it takes so much more time now, just because instead of having four four ground bot battles, you now have eight ground battles, and they didn't give us more time with it. So to use more of your roster, they have to give you more nodes. And if they don't give you more time with those nodes, it, it can become overwhelming 
kind of fast. I mean, it already kind of does, frankly. Like, I'm not a huge lover of territory wars, as has been well documented. But, I mean, I I do my part if I can. I just... um, being being able to say like yeah I I will I'll be there to do five attacks was relatively easy for me I, I could do five attacks throughout the day and even try to be there for the start of it and make you know be be available in the first few hours to be able to attack a, a couple times that that's that's doable but being available to do ten attacks on average is is asking a lot especially if I want to run two accounts. <laughs> oh, I feel that one. But um, yeah. And so just imagine a territory battle in which they ask you to use more of your roster now. <laughs> like if, let's say they combined the light side and dark side, like you said, it would have to have like 20 nodes each, each phase. Right. And they won't give us more time. Like remember when like this territory battle came out? And they were like, oh, yeah, no, we wanted it 24 hours for, per phase. We just kind of screwed up and didn't make that happen. And everyone was like, you wanted this in 24 hours? Like, <laughs> have you played it? <laughs> um, right. Yeah, well, yeah, like they, they need that. That would be an interesting thing. But if you could just like go throughout the week and you just had a certain number of, of attacks, I mean, but what if, what if they expanded the time you needed for territory wars? How would that change things? Oh man, it would be a lot less stress. I can tell you that. Like if you had a day and a half for territory wars, because because right now the biggest stress is can you get into the second zone before the Europeans fall asleep? Because a lot of a lot right. of the top end guilds are international. A lot of guilds in general are in, are international. So it's. Can you get through the first zone before the Euros go to bed? And that means a lot of people on the East Coast are still at the end of their work day. And the West Coast is like the middle of their work day to do these battles. And then the Euros are like, guys, it's 11 o'clock. I, I want to go to bed. Can we, can we do this? So if you gave us an extra 12 hours, I mean, it would alleviate a lot of that stress. It, w- it wouldn't alleviate all the stress from the officers, but it would alleviate a lot of that stress. And um, the problem is it then messes up the TV schedule. Well, this is 100% why they didn't do it. It's because then the review phase to get in the review phase, you'd essentially lose an extra day in there and their entire cadence would be thrown off. Right. Well, and that that's very possible. I Yeah. I'm not saying like you're right, like they they do keep an internal like some kind of schedule for themselves and, you know, they probably got to keep it for business reasons or whatever. I but in theory that seems pretty nice. Like I I would yeah. I would be much more inclined to join a, a territory war guild even if it meant I had to put Omicrons on stupid characters. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, they could eliminate that day in between. Actually, like Pardick just said in chat. Um, but man, being a TW officer, give me a break. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. 
Oh, and look at this gum with the raid. Speaking oh. of, uh, all right. So it, it um, yeah. I I I would I wish that they increased the time for territory wars. I just don't see that they ever will. Yeah, never say never. But I mean, yeah, it, it's just stressful to me. I I have so much to do. I'm mean, as a content creator, as you know. Just because I, I do my streams and my streams are taking longer and longer because I, uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm taking too long on my main account. I need to find a way to speed some of that stuff up. But also, though, my alts are both keep advancing and now I have to, you know, have to kill more teams with both of them. So my streams are longer and then I'm trying to make daily content and I'm trying to run two accounts and I do have people helping me. Thanks so much to Sim and Sarah, both amazing uh, for your help. Thank you guys. But at the same time, I'm just I, trying to fit in at like a territory war where I'm just like, hey, we need you. Hurry up. Get over here. Come over here and attack. I'm like, dude, I have a job too. Like, you know. It's hard to hard to fit everything in. So I'd be a lot more likely to, to take territory wars seriously if I had more time. Yeah, uh, and that's fair. Um, How much time do you think they spend just sitting there working on scheduling to make sure? Because I know that we kind of say like, do you, are you kidding me? Like you have no idea how much time we spend in game. They, they have to have some idea like that. That is a consideration for them. Oh, they yeah, but they they like a lot of time in game. Sure. Oh, well, yeah. I, I think that that's. <laughs> I think it's planned. Is what I guess what I'm getting at. I think that they've planned how much time they want us to spend in the game because it helps their metrics and everything. But uh, you know, and it makes start start making starts making us players think like, well, I'm spending so much time doing this. May as well spend some money on it. Like, why? You know, if we're spending time, may as well spend money. But on the other hand, though, like, how much time do you think they spend just talking about scheduling? for that, like scheduling players time, essentially. I think a lot more than you think they do. Yeah, I think so. That's at the, honestly, because there was, you know, I, every, every quarter, something gets released and people say the game is dying. And so I go to the EA quarterly reports to see what they say about the game. And every year in the quarterly reports, what they say about this game is, engagement is up to 120 minutes per day in game right like it's something that they brag about um so if that's what they are looking if that's like a high-end metric that they're looking for for their quarterly reports for their to their stockholders you know that they're having a lot of a lot of meetings about it it's not just like okay here's one Mm -hmm. but you know that it's a regular okay how's the numbers you know etc etc right it's a it's one of their focuses definitely yeah yeah so that's a, a yeah it's, it's just a very interesting thing to see to think of like they, how they plan they kind of schedule our time uh, but you know you have to think you know have they they probably have considered moving territory wars to one and a half days but I don't know, like at some point they're going to have to release Relic 9 materials to other places. And when that happens, what happens to Territory Wars? Like 
some people are right now like, yeah, I have to be in a top guild because I need Relic 9. Once, once that's more redundant in the game, are people going to care as much about territory wars and be, be willing to put in as exhaustive hours as a lot of these top territory war guilds are doing? Like, I guess you guys, like a lot of the top guilds are just doing it because they love the competition. But <laughs> Right. You know. <laughs> that, is, that is part of it. Um, but there's always going to be a reason to be in one of those top guilds. Right. I, I mean, from from when the Sith raid came out, they have found a reason that you want to be in the high GP, high, high competitive guilds. You know, if you remember back back before the Sith raid, even during the Sith raid a little bit, these high end accounts were just kind of falling into not bad guilds, but like second tier GP guilds. And they're like, I'm getting first in every raid. And then, then the Sith raid came out, and it was like this consolidation of people saying, "Oh crap, this guild can't do this Sith raid, and I need to go find a guild that can." Oh yeah, I almost quit our guild. You did. Yeah, and yeah, I was feeling the crush. Uh, like I, I was like, man, I need Treya. I need Treya in my life. <laughs> we're not, we're not getting any shards at all. I came real close. Um, and then the pod, this podcast probably wouldn't exist. Actually, <laughs> we might have stayed. <laughs> we might have stayed friends, but uh, you know, it might it might still exist. But I, I just think, yeah, that that was a really interesting time. I remember that the the advice everyone gave was like, "Hey, you don't you don't have to join. Like anyone can join any guild, and it doesn't matter." Right now, there's there's this big <laughs> kumbaya situation of like. As long as you get your yeah. 600 tickets, like they don't want good players in their guild because uh, like they don't want to have competition in the raids. That was, that was the biggest <laughs> thing. That, that was. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know if there will be any changes to TW, frankly. Um, you know, I'm not in, I'm not in Wolfpack for the R9. I like the R9. <laughs> I'll apply Omicrons for the R9, but I'm in it, I'm in it to win and learn the comps, right? And to, to become a better player. Like since I joined Nova and then Wolfpack, I mean, I easily, easily can say I'm a much better player now. Oh, yeah, um, I've, I've noticed a big difference. Yeah, you're you're right. And when I joined the, you know, I was with Alpha Squad uh, for a long time, or for a while, I guess. And then, you know, I did the Nova thing for a while. Like, I, I really enjoyed the, those atmospheres because, I mean, everyone there was super competitive. And, I, and I've said it before, like, every time I've joined a guild that focuses territory wars, like, every time I get, like, I, I go on a crazy run in GAC or something, like, I, I end up doing a lot better just because I'm, uh, you know, I know the comps better. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I know, here, the, thing, the thing is like, okay, so you can, you can attack one squad and you're like, okay, so it's Jedi Master Luke versus uh, Supreme Leader Kylo or whatever. And that change, like every time your comp is gonna change based on what small adjustments that Supreme Leader Kylo comp does. And so you like, you start picking that up in Territory War, you know, in those counters. And uh, like, then 
I mean, if you don't, if you're not in one of those count in one of those guilds, like you don't have that discussion going on, that ongoing understanding of this is how you make adjustments. And that's what you run into. That's where I run into problems in, in GAC a lot of times is like, I'm like, I don't understand the why this this team comp is that much different than the other one. And it's just because I'm not immersed in that discussion. Right. And so I was talking about that sort of with somebody yesterday, I think, of how quickly the teams change at the top. And then it takes like it takes a lot of time to filter its way down. Um, like the dad bod counters to Lord Vader. I mean, the top end teams have already adjusted and figured out ways to get around that, essentially, when they place a defense. Um, you get, and not even that far down in my alt guild, which is what, 420 million? We're like ranked 28. That, that comp is so far away from altering defenses. Like, it, it's not a threat of having. Lord Vader on defense, you're not like, oh, dad bot's just going to, you know, clear us. It's not even like a thought that goes into it. Um, unless, unless knock on wood, we don't get it, but a dip, a dip happens with one of the top guilds. Like, and so there's what, 500 people at the top that are, have already made the adjustment in their minds. And then there's 50,000 people below that, that are like, just, haven't even thought about an adjustment because they're they haven't even reached the point of that top team well it's also a matter of like it's a heavy investment too i mean it's if you want to do that comp like you all not only have to get your scion of django unlocked like on time which a lot of people didn't want to do conquest as much as cg prescribed which i can't (laughs) hardly blame them but i mean then you have to get him to relic seven or eight and uh, then you have to put at least two omicrons on him and you have to get fennec up to relic eight you know and yeah. i i yeah. don't know like there's it's just this whole this whole level of investment where like i don't i don't see the reason for me doing that in the guild that i'm in because we don't put a heavy emphasis on territory wars like if i do that i'll just like I'll go knock over one of the squads with it and then like nothing will change. It will still like lose by a ton or win by a ton, you know, like <laughs> right. that's, that's, yeah. that's the reality. And so I don't have the incentive to, to invest on that level, like put, getting Fennec yeah. up to relocate. I think that there's a good incentive for that, but. Yeah. And then Halo actually brings up in chat. It's the mod depth too. Like, so my, mo- I, my mods are good. I, I'm very happy with where my mods are at. And then I look at some of the people in Wolfpack and I'm like, I, you're selling plus 15s? They're like, yeah, I need mod depth. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got another plus 15. This is solid. All right. This is going yeah. on a B team. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, plus 15. That's not bad. All right. Yeah. Mod didn't uh, turn into nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I do start getting disappointed. I'm like, oh, this is like, this is only 11 and this is it's a purple mod. Like I probably never roll that one again. Like, Oh yeah, I sell, I basically sell those immediately now. And granted, there's probably people sitting out there and they're like, these assholes, what do you mean you're selling plus tens? 
well, sure, you know, my alt, my alt is still, is also starting to sell, you know, like the plus eights and plus nines for sure, but yeah, yeah, Prevail Man is, is uh, shocked at this discussion, my, my poor, my poor uh, three point whatever million GP yeah. account. Well, so my, my alt, like an hour or two hours before we, we came on stream, I unlocked Lord Vader tonight, um, which was fantastic. And just the difference in mods between my, my, my main and my alt of, and this is where plus 15s come in. When it comes to plus 25s and plus 20s, they're almost equal. Uh, I think my main has like seven more plus 20s and two or three more plus 25s. But my main has a hundred more plus 15s. Um, and so when, when I was remodding, because I picked up Vader, which made I, I needed to re, I needed to mod Vader and I needed to mod up Royal Guard to actually fit into a Vader team. Like the, the, you know, scaling down of, okay, Vader's getting these good mods and then they have to be replaced. And then this has to be replaced. And it's like, I'm out of mods. <laughs> like I'm out of decent mods. I, good teams are going to have plus 12s on them, um, which was just, you know, disappointing to think in my head. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting thing. Cause I like my alt right now only has one galactic legend at 6.5 million GP or whatever. And so yeah. uh, it like, my mod depth, my average speed, like I, I have the speed to be able to do some some truly just ridiculous things with, with some of the characters. I'm like, there is no way that this character should be this uh, this fast, this strong. Um, but because I, I don't I don't have the I don't I don't have the mod crunch there because I don't have any Galactic right. Legend teams. Cause so I'm just like, sure, boss, yeah, you could just be like a 329 without speed sets like that's fine you know like I, I don't think I'm quite that that level anymore but I you know there's, yeah. there was a point that I was like man this is stupid how fast Bosk is and he doesn't even have speed set on him like because <laughs> yeah. you can afford it I, I can afford it because I have I have really good mods but I don't have enough characters to put those mods on I think for the majority of people it's the other way around I just took a really really long-term approach on that account so fair <laughs> uh, um so we've just kind of been going off there's actually some stuff that happened this week that is kind of interesting in the game um namely wampa wampa is changing the mid game right now or that's hopefully what, is that's what i hear um so if you've been hiding under a rock, because this is probably the most popular Omicron I've seen talked about, Wampa, CG gave Wampa an Omicron. A GAC um, one. But, and it is a GAC one. Uh, and they did, they were smart. It's basically, hey, we know Wampa likes to solo things. Here's, here's an Omicron that's going to let you solo. Um and Endall did this like in-depth analysis and he's already showed me his mods. It's basically all health mods, but mm -hmm. he, he expects Wampa to just destroy things. 
because um, he gains a hundred percent tenacity. If if he's a solo, he gains seventy five percent plus seventy five percent defense, max health, protection, and offense. Um, and if you want to use Wampa to clean up a Galactic Legend, those stats are doubled if there's only one active enemy at the start of the battle. Um, and then whenever he's damaged by attack, he inflicts damage over time, uh, which can't be evaded or resisted. And the cooldown of his uh, ability is reduced by one. And then he gains stacking 30% tenacity until the end of the encounter. All right. Like, yeah, the stacking 30% tenacity every time he gets hit is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, that Omicron is ridiculous, especially in the lower tiers. But at the top end, I don't know how much you're going to see it used or off, how often you'll see it used. But I thought about it for my alt, who still doesn't have full G13 teams. Like, and I don't face. Like every round I face one or two garbage teams. Um, so I'm like, huh, I, I could put this on my alt and just adding one Omicron gives me a team. Yeah, I, I think my alt would do fine with it. Oh, real quick, actually, this is a great time for us to plug fight night on Friday. Um, end all be all will actually be on uh, with us. He's agreed to join us for fight night on Friday uh, with his Omicron Wampa. Um, so don't miss fight night, guys. We're going to see Omicron yeah. Wampa. Oh, yeah. In, in, I don't know, progress in, in <laughs> the flesh. It's going to be fun. And yeah. I going to be destroying people with it. Hopefully, hopefully they don't place a defense that you can't use it. You can't use it against. Right. Like, I'm sure he'll find a way. I, I'm really, I think it's in theory, it's really cool. It's just, if, if there's a way to get an, an undispellable stun or daze on him, I think that that's, those are the things that I would be looking out for in terms of counters, like, right. You know, like dash, I well, feel so, like would be, a, would, would be safe against him probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, like, if you're, you're using it to clear a GL, um, Supreme Leader Kylo, like you can't take Supreme Leader Kylo against him because the poke will just end Wampa. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, he's going to have his limitations, but he does seem really promising. I think the thing that the problem I'm running into right now is like, man, Prevail Man is going through all kinds of just really weird, like, hoops to jump through to, in order to compete in Erodium. And he's, he is competing, actually. He's doing okay, but like i would love wampa on that account <laughs> that that would think, that sounds like just the thing for me go ahead that's that's uh that's an account that i think would be perfect for for wampa would be except it's get1 and that shares the same currency at like you need it for malik and for general skywalker Fair. and i've and okay. i've all, i've yeah. saved i've saved the currency so from like day 1 to be able to afford them and now i think right now we can buy both i could buy both uh, so i'd have to see yeah. how close we could get on wampa and, and i'm starting to do the wampa mission on the bounty hunters thing you know the bounty hunter yeah. quest thing like now i can actually finish it so who knows how long it's going to take i just 
I don't know. I I would love that one or that that Omicron for for like a three point three million GP account. Oh yeah, that I mean that's so I've noticed a few of the Omicrons that they've given kind of in the end game were kind of like meh, like I I don't care about this. But then you talk to people in the early game, and they're like. I'm so happy they gave me an Omicron I can use. Like they did a good job of splitting, splitting it up and making it so I don't need to apply one. Um, but then the early game people who really, really would use it are um, are happy about it. And I, I'm glad that they I'm glad that they're doing that. Me too. I wish they made Wampa more accessible is my only complaint, but I, I do like it a lot. And actually, I yeah. really like the, just as a side note, I really like the, uh, the so far Akbar Omicron for those accounts. I put, I put that on before this last GAC and you get a lot of turns and you get like Stormtrooper Han gets to taunt a whole lot, for instance, because... <laughs> Well, I, I know that sounds silly, but yeah. it, like because he's because of the Omicron reducing his cooldowns, he actually right. gets he gets actually gets his good taunt quite a bit, which is yeah. the whole reason you take Stormtrooper Han in a lot of ways is to make sure he's taunting. And so right. I don't know. I, not not that my Stormtrooper Han is good on either of those accounts, but yeah, uh, yeah it's just just an interesting thing i keep thinking keep thinking that that squad is just one omicron away from actually being something that a lot of people want to invest in fair yeah well, we'll Problem see. Is that's a very heavy investment at the same time oh absolutely i mean but so is star killer like star killer is three sure sure you know so uh, that doesn't sound too outside and and frankly i mean I'd be more inclined to invest in in that squad and spend all three Omicrons because right now Starkiller with one Omicron is still doing a lot of work for me. Right. Well, that's that's my thing. I have one Omicron on him. Eventually, I'm going to get to two, maybe, depending on what's released because my next two are going to be TW and then Dash. Right. And then, then I'll think about... Um, Star Killer second. It's fair. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know what the. My, yeah, my guess is that my next my next Omicron will would be Star Killer, or I could put my next one on on Cyan of Django for no effect because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I get I could mod him and everything. I guess he's only Relic Seven. I'm just disillusioned with that guy right now. For for I where mean, he I stands did... in my account on my account. What's that? I did use him to clean up Lord Vader. What was it? Vader, Vader, and Thrawn, I think, this week. Nice. Um, I mean, yeah, it's not, he's not completely worthless. He's just pretty down the list of priorities for me. I mean, I, I just have a lot of effective characters. Not to mention, you've, you've invested in him a lot more than I have. That's like, that's fair. <laughs> you you have better mods on him. You have you have more relics. So yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So Wampa looks really fun, actually. He does. Um, what else happened in the game? Oh, so we finally got to the point of one year since conquest began. Yay! Um, oh really? Yeah, the, I guess it has been a full year. Damn. It, 
it has been. It started last March. But so what that means is um, the their cadence for releasing characters, we get we get to see it in action now. Razorcrest has hit fleet shipments. Nice. Um, which that's actually, I mean, that's good for a lot of people. Maybe, oh, you know, great. maybe not us at the top end, but like, you know, those 3 million accounts that couldn't even do conquest or hard conquest back then because you had to be 4 million. Um, it let's, it lets them play catch up now. It is good. I, I mean, so someone was telling me on like, a, they did a comment on one of my, one of my alt videos and they were talking about how cat is pay to win you know pay to play and that's the only thing i was like well <laughs> well no because my my alt got it for free basically like i mean my yeah and and they're like well okay so yeah you got it for free but but I, after that like how could you get cat shards now really like especially if, oh, you if you're for especially if you do normal mode like prevail man does like i still can't access i mean i'm in erodium too and i still can't access like hard mode <laughs> like i can't right. unlock characters at a fast rate and so the only option i would have was is to spend crystals on them yeah and it was a great point i was like man like no one has access to cat after a certain point and then eventually she'll become farmable but it, it takes like a whole year yeah well so that's like on on my all i god i finally unlocked mall i think two days ago now three days ago um but it took me using crystals to do it because, you know, the mall conquest, I just, my alt just said, screw it. Like, I can't, I can't do this conquest multiple times. I'm, I'm not getting mall. And I did, um, I just, I got for the entire mall conquest, I got the first box and that was it. Um, it Cause I needed the slicing materials. And so mm -hmm. it was a huge huge pain in the ass unlocking mall on that account and, i don't doubt it <laughs> and so i went through and i did i did the dad bod conquest and then i um so for the last since the start of the last conquest i basically had to just use crystals once he hit you know because he hit crystals in in the shipments um and I had to use crystals to unlock him. And I, so I finally did it. And that's probably my biggest complaint about this conquest cadence is it takes so long for these characters to come out. I mean, mall people have had mall since what? November. I, uh, hold on. October. People have had mall for since October and here I was willing to spend crystals on it, willing to do everything. And I had to wait this long to get them, which is for, it's frustrating for a lot of people, especially. So it's frustrating because I unlocked Lord Vader too. And it's like, all right, you want me to go after these GLs that are stupidly expensive to get gear wise, etc., But you don't want me to have his friend. Like, wh why would I unlock the GL if I can't get the friend right. around the same time? 
that's well, so yeah no you're you're absolutely right like that's that's a really frustrating uh point because yeah like you you want to be able to like wh what is the point of being able to uh of being able to do all these uh, you know unlock these these awesome friend you know the friends as you say or not not the friends but the galactic legend if you can't yeah. if you can't use their friend like it's it's like lord vader without maul in a lot of circumstances is just pretty worthless you know yeah or still okay, a jmk but... without cat yeah like, why I, I would mean... you ever go after jmk if you can't get cat Right. It's like, yeah, you can kill a few things, but Cat Cat opens the doors to make it the best team in the game. So, right. Yeah. And we still have to wait for three weeks, uh, three months for Cat to hit a node or a store or wherever they're going to put her. Is it going to be three weeks or is it going to be, uh, we're going to have to wait uh, like a month and whatever? Um. Seems... Not, yeah, I meant three or two months. Two months. A month and a half, whatever it is. I the dates are all blending together. It's gonna be five weeks. We have to wait five weeks. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like my alt would really, really like to get Maul unlocked, and he is just pretty unapproachable right now. I don't, I don't know how to get Maul. Like, I need eighty shards or something, and that just seems pretty far off unless I want to spend money, and I don't. So yeah, so he's gonna stay pretty far off. <laughs> yeah. Um... Maul with best star <sighs> is just a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah, the, the other fun news from this week, again, not for us, this is for people still farming, uh, Dark Troopers Accelerated. If you don't have Dark Trooper yet, go get them right now. Uh, double <laughs> shards, <laughs> get dark. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, unfortunately, all three of my accounts farmed him immediately, so. <laughs> or <laughs> well, maybe, maybe really fortunately. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so I, I would say he's in contention for the best character in the game that is like just straight up farmable. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like that, that means like you can't buy him for, I don't know, for some, some crazy kind of currency or it's like, it's not like an unlock character, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, you know, like I wouldn't say that mall right now is farmable. Even if you can buy him for crystals, it's not really that farmable, but I don't know. Is there is there a better character right now that's farmable other than Dark Trooper? Like maybe Mara Jade? What's what do you think? Uh, Mara Jade is kind of filthy. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, she's God, I, ridiculous. <laughs> so today in Conquest, not not that we're going to make this a Conquest stream, but today in Conquest. So no. my my main account um, has done some has just gotten ridiculous discs, but I have you know caustic admissions and ability exhaust and thermal exhaust so it's just constant constant debuffs the second mara gets a turn on an ep team nobody else will get a turn other than palp mm -hmm. like you can two-man teams as as long as mara goes first they they'll the other team will never take a turn 
I took them against the Karth team. Uh, I, I was like, oh, Nest is here. I can, um, you know, I can do that, the health steal up feet all in one battle because I'll just stun Nest. And like, Mara went. They never took a turn. I killed Nest through Palp doing health steal up. <laughs> you know, and hitting under the protection. And he never, she never took a turn to heal up. <laughs> so I just killed her. And so I ended up getting credit for the node. I, I figured I would just time out on it. Um, I got credit because that's how many turns that they took that they killed Nest with Palp's health steal up. <laughs> it's pretty dumb solo. I like it. it. I mean, I got the feat in one battle. Uh, not that it's a hard feat to get, but, you know. <laughs> I, I just found that so funny because Mara is so just so OP when there's buffs going out. <laughs> yeah, she's ludicrous, man. Yeah, uh, there's yeah. people are saying Piet might be might be someone uh, who's you know one of the best farmable characters. It's, Piet's kind of filthy too. How how come they're all on Empire? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's a good question. <laughs> because when you were talking about it, I was like, oh, Gideon is amazing, and then. He's another one. Here, here's the Empire. Sure. Uh, yeah, like um, Darth Vader is is he's lost a little of his oomph, but he's he's pretty awesome too, as far as far as farmable characters go. Um, but but yeah, dark uh, yeah, dark trooper. I think you could make an argument that he's one of the best farmable characters. And now he's he's double shards. Yeah, go go get him, guys. Like, what yeah. are you waiting for? He's he is amazing. My my gear nine on Prevail Man, Dark Trooper, still kills Relic Bounty Hunter teams. Oh like, yeah. As long yeah. as I have speed, I, I just yeah, it just it's stupid. I'm like, this this relic five or whatever on on Boba Fett should not be like killed by uh you know, the, <laughs> the highest gear on that squad is gear nine, and I'm still killing like a full relic bounty hunter squad. It's, it's sometimes it's close, but yeah, you can make it happen. It's it's stupid. It's filthy, and it's good for you. Do it, guys. <laughs> uh, Anyways, all right. So it's probably time we start talking about actual GAC. We've kind of ignored it for most of this podcast. <laughs> I guess we we could talk about GAC. I like GAC as well as any man. I, I didn't like this week, but I like GAC. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I get that too. Yeah. Um, let's so talk about it. Let's talk about it. So where where were you ranking-wise? Where did you start this week? Um, it was like 191, something like that. Like just, just, just at the, you know, at the top of, you know, at the top of the top 200, like I could say top 200 and it wasn't, it wasn't like underselling how good I was doing. It was like, <laughs> exact, it was, is a pretty accurate evaluation. That's so. like, uh, I forget what spot Gom, I think Gom this week is starting at top 250. So at the start of his stream, he was like, yeah, guys, I, I'm in the top 250. And we found out he was like, 249 <laughs> right right like, just fit in <laughs> well i mean i could also say that i started top 1000 and that's still accurate it's just less accurate yeah. than me saying top 200 yeah. so so yeah I, I was right there um 
and it was it was this crazy death group with all all kinds of ridiculous amazing players in it so it was good and you started way higher than me even or lower i, I always forget how you <laughs> you started lower than me uh, which is better in a better way <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i don't know if it was in a better way um I did. I started at, uh, I started 98 this week. 98. Yeah. Either 98 or 96. So I, I can top say 100. top 100. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we yeah. go. Um, oh, what a mess that was. Um, so how did, how did your week start off? Um, Okay, so it was a rematch against a guy who had the, the most recent player I'd lost to was also in this group. And we just happened to get paired again. Um, and so, I mean, you know, bigger count, more mods, et cetera, from the big Maw guild and everything. And, you know, that's just the, the standard these days. But, uh, you know, I... I, obviously I really didn't want to lose this one. I didn't want, didn't want to lose twice in a row to the same player. If I can help it, sometimes you just, you just have to have to let a couple loose apparently, but he, um, so I, let's see, I'm trying to remember exactly how it went down. Um, oh, that's right. Okay. So, so we both, uh, you know, we both got the clear, but uh, at the end of the day, he, I, I needed kind of a miracle, uh, because he, um, he was marching through really, really efficiently against me. And like he had failed once against my Supreme Leader Kylo I was hoping that he had failed against, failed against my Lord Vader, but there, there was no hope there. Uh, but then he failed once against Kylo. But then after that, he was super duper efficient. He was going to go through my top zone and I needed him to drop 35, uh, against me he had he had cheesed on ships so i knew he, i wasn't gonna get him to drop many many banners in ships at all if if any uh so i was like i need to drop 35 from from like my top zone which is like my garbage zone in in a lot of ways and he ended up choosing to use geos instead of general grievous against my night sisters and i got a hold with night sisters i couldn't hardly <laughs> believe that i i was like holy crap like night sisters got a hold this is crazy and um so he was kicking himself pretty good. And at the end, he dropped you know, just enough banners that he needed He needed a 73 and a 72, I think, to be able, or no, 70, double 73s to beat me straight up, but he had more GP. So 73, 72 would work. Um, so his first attack was with a set, he got, on my executor, he got a 72. So if, if he got a 73 uh, in the mirror with negotiator, he'd win, but he, he ended up dropping a, a couple more. I think he got a 66. And ended up winning by, I don't know, six or seven banners. Uh, so I got lucky. Like essentially, I got the win, and I'll take it. And you know, I I put myself in a position where if my opponent makes a mistake, then I'm going to be able to capitalize and win. So you know, I can still even take a little credit. But at the end of the day, I got lucky that he he chose the wrong squad with the wrong team, and you know. Like he did it deliberately. He wasn't just like, oh shoot, I, I didn't mean to click on that team kind of thing. But um, yeah, so I won. So yay. Hooray for that. Yay. Thank thank goodness. Nice. <laughs> yep. Uh what about you, Solo? How was uh how was your first round? Uh so I was up against the guy. A, he started 
uh, or he ended the old GAC with 1.1 million lifetime. So he's a very good player. Um, but on top of that, this was his alt account. And he actually, this week, he had two accounts in the top 100 <laughs> starting this season. Um, so to knock that crap off. Yeah, right. So the 1.1 million wasn't just like, it's not like, oh, he cheesed, you know, his roster and he got 1.1 million. Like, he got 1.1 million and he's still performing now. Um, And so I went up against him. I looked at his history and he basically has a history of he's either going to play pure efficiency or he's going to set the house. Um. And so I came up with a strategy that basically was I'm going to play pure efficiency because if he sets the house, I can just clear the house quite easily and for high banners. Um, He didn't set the house yet, but so he set Lord Vader on, um, you know, the front zone. And here's, here's the problem. I set my defenses when I was at work and work the past, well, God, the past month has been absurdly busy. And so I set my defenses and I left the counter that I planned for his Lord Vader on defense. And so I went in and I ended up losing that one battle. Despite losing that one battle, I scored a 1721. Because again, I was playing, I was playing efficiency. So with a loss, I scored a 17-21. And unfortunately, he did not lose. And he won by 20 banners. So if I didn't have that loss to Lord Vader, uh, if I had just paid attention when I played deep placed my defenses, my plan, my plan worked great, except for me not following my own plan. <laughs> I hear you, man. That's rough. I couldn't believe he beat you by 20 banners. Like, I couldn't believe how crazy efficient that guy was. It's very impressive, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, five GLs on offense plus gas plus Darth Revan. I mean, that's that's not to diminish him. Because like I said, he's a very good player. So he, uh, even if you have the tools, you have to use them right. But, I mean, he had the tools available to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, more power to him for sure. I, right. whatever. I just, I was shocked. It's impressive. Can move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So, how did your second match go? Ah, uh, so this one, this one was against uh, another guy from Ma, and he he plays three zero visible GLs. He plays three in the back. And then I I had saved three galactic legends for the back. And uh, I I was, I was fairly confident that I was going to be able to get the clear, like a one shot full clear against him, you know, maybe not ships, who knows, but I thought that otherwise we'd get the full clear on squads. And the problem was that I underestimated a Supreme leader Kylo team with phasma and uh, so I brought in Sith Eternal against Sith, uh, Supreme Leader Kylo, and I had it set up so that I'd get the three stacks of Beskar, but what I didn't realize was without Red Trooper there and Phasma instead, they gained so much turn meter that Supreme Leader Kylo popped his ult, 
before armor even got a turn and people were saying that i needed faster i needed man you need to get your armor faster like 317 is not fast enough and i was i was like maybe not i i don't know maybe that's too slow uh but but like math wise that absolutely should have happened like he it just it almost like putting phasma on the team and i need i need to look at his at the speeds on that phasma but it, it made it so that I, I never had a hope of actually getting those be- those ingots applied to Sith Eternal. So, um, you know, unless I can get my armor to Galactic Legend speeds, I think that that counter, uh, yeah. So so I I only had three GLs to beat him with, and I had used one of them up for no good, and so I could I had to just decide not to clear Kenobi. I had an off chance to be able to clear him, which didn't pan out, and then. Uh, so I cleared everything else, and I, I think my favorite fight, though, was I still threw in my Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Knight Luke team against that Supreme Leader Kylo squad, uh, even though they were turn meter loaded, and I still was able to get pretty good banners against it, actually, and beat it, well, pretty good after having lost one. So at the end, I was like, you know, he's just going to full clear me, there's, you know, he's not going to have any issues, and... But that, that's the one good thing about placing a really strong defense is it bails you the F out sometimes. Sometimes it's just like, hey, you crapped the bed. Your opponent's going to crap the bed even harder. And, you know, no, no, no shade to my opponent, certainly. He, uh, you know, he had cleared everything of mine uh, except for my Kenobi team. So we kind of had that that Spider-Man moment, you know, that meme where the two Spider-Men are like pointing at each other, like, hey, it's you, no, it's you, you know, Uh, you know, you're me. And uh, because our Kenobis were both in the back zone, staring each other down uh, amid the wasteland of all of our other squads on on the board. And so I ended up getting the the barely, I guess you could call it efficiency win, Um, you know, for, for both of us not full clearing, I ended up beating him by I don't know, 20, 30, something like that. I think 30. So, so yeah, it was, it was okay. I don't know. It it was like, I'll take the win. And I feel like I earned it too, because I was able to keep my head and not just totally go on tilt, but um, wasn't the strongest showing, but at the same time, at the, in the top 300, it's like any win you can get against these guys, you you just take it because you know, they're really good. So yeah. So I got the win, and with that, I completed a three and O because, as everyone knows, two and one is the new three and O. And if you win <laughs> two, then the third one is just gravy. That's what I like <laughs> to tell myself this week. <laughs> yeah. So, what about you, Solo? Um, so I was up against the guy, and I think actually, I, I think on fight night, Yabatoir said that he lost to Tano, and you fought Tano. Another really good player obviously they're really good players we're, we're in the top 100 um yeah and so i went from playing pure pure efficiencies to i was like uh screw it i'm leaving three on defense uh three gls on defense i'm going to set it hard defense again and i i took lord vader on offense because i'm like everybody expects to face lord vader let me throw them off um you know, by not having them in the back. And I had three GLs in the back, but um, none of them could be countered by his usual Lord Vader counter, which I knew he would be saving for back there. Um, And then I took Lord Vader on offense and I timed out with Lord Vader against Dash. 
So there was that. And then uh, we got to Fleets, and I one-shot, I one-shot his executor with my malevolence for 64 banners. So, I, I mean, I made a joke on stream that if he didn't know I was streaming, um, you know, he would think I cheated because my, my TIE fighter pilot lived until the end. Um, and then I went up against his negotiator and five battles later, the negotiator stood. And then hmm. he did not time out with Lord Vader on any of my teams. Um, Tell and then all. he ended, yeah, he ended up not clearing fleets. He had two battles against my negotiator and three against my executor. He beat the negotiator. He didn't beat my executor, but the, uh, the sole, sole determining thing was Lord Vader not being able to beat Dash. So dirty. There was that. Um, Damn it all. Yeah, I probably, I mean, realistically, I probably shouldn't have soloed, but I, the thinking behind it was, so he cleared the front bottom zone before our stream, uh, because he, you know, he was just nice and he wanted to see, or he wanted me to be able to show my defenses. Mm -hmm. So he cleared it. And so I was down, I think four banners after we cleared the front zones. And so I tried the solo to try and make up for the four banners and then I lost 20 banners. <laughs> Typical. Bum, bum. Yeah. <laughs> Damn yep. it all. Yeah. Yep. I hear you. Um, anyway, so you had a big third match. How did that go? Oh, uh, it was a fiasco. So we're facing Blade Baca, who, you know, is probably still listening here. He was, he was here in chat at least. And, um, you know, he's, we've talked about him a lot. He's one of the better, one of the best theory crafters in the game. He comes up with all sorts of random crazy comps and he, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to face him in the finals though, of course. And uh, you know what? I did want to face him because I, I like to, I like the challenge, even if, even if, I mean, I, I've said it a lot of times, I'm not the best player out there and, uh, you know, I do my best and I'm not bad, uh, but he's, you know, we, we all got to strive. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm completely outmatched, but he is a very good player. And so, so we, uh, and he plays super efficiency. That's, I think that that's the, the biggest thing for me is it, it's, it's really tough to beat a hyper efficient player with a really tough defense. And so I, I placed five GLs anyways, and he, he went through, he attacked right away. Cause that's, you know, he knew I was going to stream and everything or, or later that night. So we, we attacked right away and I uh, killed all my GLs and he was able to get a 74 on my executor, really high score on my negotiator and uh, hung a 17-17 on me, which no one has done even close to that yet in, in the new GAC format. And, uh, you know, but he only had one GL visible and I was like, all right, we could, we could maybe do this. And uh, I, I was like, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have pretty sure it is it doesn't have another galactic legend in the back and so when i got through the front zone he had the full bastard lord vader team in the back and i didn't have a team to beat it and i lost so you know a little bit sad but <laughs> you know he's he's a good player he trapped me he trapped me like crazy and i've got a i've got a lot of thinking to do now but uh we'll see how it goes i mean when five galactic legends on defense isn't enough to stop someone uh, it's it's like okay how, how do we, i'm not i'm not as good as e at efficiency as he is 
how do I beat him in a slugfest way? Like, do I need to put that six down? I don't know if I clear anything if I do that. I, I don't know. I need to think about it some more. So, you know, huge props to him. Outplayed me, absolutely. Um, but I won't just rest on it. I'm not going to just, you know, next time say, oh, yeah, he beats me every time. I'm not going to try. Like, I also don't think that he beats me. Someone, someone said in the chat, and I think they're right. I just, I don't think he beats me 10 out of 10 times if we face each other, you know? So, if I'll get you next time, Blade. <laughs> but, I mean, he beat you earlier this year as well, didn't he? Or this... He did. He yeah. did. I mean, he beat... Because I messed up. I messed up. Um, I tried to use his comp to beat uh, Starkill. Uh, was it that one? I forget now. It, it, in the first week, I tried to use his comp to beat Starkiller and then lost with it. I don't remember if that was against him or somebody else, though. But, yeah, he did. He beat me in week one. Yeah, he's a good player. So, whatever. Uh, you know, I, I don't feel too much shame. I did try. I'm not going to say, like, when I said when I said two and one, you know, going two and one is the new three and oh. Um, obviously, I still wanted to beat him, so... Uh -huh. You know. Oh, that's right. I failed Darth Revan on Qui-Gon. That's what I failed. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. All I wanted was one fail from him. Is that, is that so much to ask? Damn it all. <laughs> Damn that man. Just wanted one freaking fail. Um, that being said, two and one. I'm happy enough with it. I'm starting the new week at, I don't know, right around 150, I guess. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, that doesn't suck. How does your how's your new uh sorry how did your final match go solo <laughs> you mean the toilet bowl um it went exactly into the toilet um so i uh i was up against an account that was much bigger than mine by it was a call patrol account so when i say bigger i don't just mean uh you know gp he has mods, a lot of them, like 1,100 six-dot mods and over 220-plus mods um, and 715s. Um, like, he had, he has a great account. Um, it was just, it was, I was actually, I was legitimately surprised to see him in the, in the toilet bowl. Um, but so, I, I faced him, and the first half of the fights went really well like i you know his front bottom i cleared really efficiently um then i got to the back and he surprised me with sith eternal in the back i didn't expect sith eternal in the back so i had jml was my only uh gl left and um well no that's I had JML and Sith Eternal left, and he had Sith Eternal in the back. I didn't have Watt, so I couldn't do, you know, Sith Eternal plus Watt, and then take him out. So I was like, oh, let me try, let me try Starkiller. And the chat was like, no, 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 you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't use Starkiller here. And so I did, and it would have been a 63 if I wasn't stupid. And I, I, I don't know Visas's moves. And so I thought I was using a revive and I didn't use a revive. And so old Ben didn't get revived, but. Um, he used her basic actually. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 
Here. Well, it, it, it doesn't because he's a Jedi anyway, so I don't think he could have been revived. But, I mean, the counter worked really damn well. Like, I never felt in, threatened in the entire thing. Um, and so then I went up top and he had Dash and he had Aiden up there, both Omicrons, both ridiculous, you know, um, relic levels. And so his Aiden is R8 and the rest of the team was R7. And I legitimately, so in my planning, I was like, I'm going to use Jedi Master Luke here. I'll use Sith Eternal on Dash. We'll call it a day. And then I listened to people in chat and they're like, you can't use Jedi Master Luke here. He calls assists. He'll heal him. I have an R9 Jedi Master Luke. And I should have just said that and said, screw you. I have an R9 Jedi Master Luke. I'm doing 100K damage. They're recovering 35% of their health. I'll catch up. Sure. But I, but I listened to them and I tried to use Sith Eternal. And I didn't beat Sith Eternal. And then I tried to use Pad Batch. And that team, I mean, I had three dead before I took a turn. Um, and so I went in with Jedi Master Luke to clean it up. And he destroyed the team. Like, the, the Jedi Master Luke team just rolled over the Iden team. Um, and so I was like, well, crap. Now I don't have anything to kill anything. And so then I had to fight Dash. That was Omicron. And Kira... Kira hits like a truck. <laughs> oh, yeah, killed, I was really impressed by that, Kira. Um, and killed three of my members. And then uh, I eventually I eventually took Dash down. And then I went up against Mon Mothma with Grievous. And, of course, the Mon Mothma just, solo, just focused on B1. And so I lost, lost with Grievous. Um, it was... It was a disgusting battle. Like, it just wasn't. And I was so pissed because I did so well until that stupid Iden team. And if I just listened to my gut, and if I'd just taken Jedi Master Luke there, I would have one-shot his board. Because then he he kept Executor for offense. And he placed, what was it? It was Negotiator and Rebels. So I could have easily high-bannered both of those fleets. Because I had executor for offense as well. And I didn't I didn't listen to my gut. And that's I ended up with the worst score I've ever scored in GAC. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Yeah. I it was so, an uncharacteristically low score. Oh, uh, the problem is player. yeah. The problem is um you know, I don't keep a lot of extra teams for offense. So one fail, I can usually get around one fail. Two fails, I can use my roster. It's just not going to be pretty. Like it, the second, the second I get a second fail, especially God on two fails on one team, like I'm, I'm hurting. Yeah, I hear you. Um... I mean, I, I play pretty close to the edge myself. I'm, I'm always running that, that crazy thin margin. So, I mean, and that's the thing, like you, at, at the level that you and I play at, it's like against a lot of these accounts, you know, whether, whether they're super skilled or just super, <coughs> excuse me, uh, have a super, super amazing account um, or both, like 
the margin of error is like if you fail once it it, it becomes this big deal of like how am i going to position myself to actually clear right right um which yeah, i thought it was it, cool it be- to see it was nice to see you clear I, you know you had to <laughs> dig deep it, it was not it was nice to clear i could say that um oh god what a what a disaster it was not was not the type of round that felt good but the good news is now i you know people people joke about going zero and three and then um taking the week off and stuff and i'll i'm just gonna pretend like i took the week off that's that's all we're doing (laughs) it sounds like it probably works (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we're gonna I haven't had the three and or the zero and three week yet, but I mean it's it's coming. I I fully recognize the fact that I'm I'm going to just get wrecked at some point by by you know all all three opponents. That's that's just the inevitability of where we're at. I think right. Know? And for what it's worth, I mean, I thought you played you played uh you know you made mistakes obviously like you've recognized a couple of them, but um like. I, I thought you played pretty well, actually, given given the circumstances and the roles that you got. So yeah, um, yeah. Listening, listening to chat, man. I I fallen I fell on for that one pretty recently myself. You know, one of my favorite yeah. things is to be able to be like, all right, chat, we're doing this anyways, and then they're <laughs> like, oh, wow, that worked. It's like yes, uh, yeah, right. Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I wanted to do it. Yeah. Yep. So, oh, uh, you know, I have no doubt that you're going to bounce back and we'll, we'll continue. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to just get destroyed by the, whatever groups I'm in. So. Oh, all right. So that brings us to the podcast questions. Um, and I always love when a podcast question starts off saying, possibly a stupid question but um it's a good lead in yeah uh for those of us trying to improve and continue to get more competitive in the game you hear about rebotting for territory wars gacs etc uh tb modding is obvious but how do you mod differently for territory wars versus gac or is that a guild strategy thing that can't be shared so yeah, you got this one solo. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you mean you don't remod constantly for TW? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't do a single damn thing different. <laughs> um, so I, I mean, yeah, I, I won't advertise what our modding is, but so the thing, the thing about territory wars is um, for a guild to be able to call out counters, everybody has to be modded the same way. Because usually the counters require a certain type of modding. Um, so when you hear about modding differently for Territory War, that's that's usually what it is. It's, okay, we know we're going to put this team on defense this week to prevent, you know, whatever counter we're going to mod this way. Like a, a perfect example is... Uh, Supreme Leader Kylo, like it, to try and stop the the Jedi Knight Revan Jedi Knight Luke counter, 
you know, the, these fast Kylos came out, like 589 Kylo, 590 Kylo, because people aren't getting their old Ben that fast. So if you want to put Supreme Leader Kylo on defense and you know your opponents have, are going to have only medium speed, uh, you know, old Bens, then you say, all right, everybody speed up, speed up your Kylos because we want to put him on defense and he's awful on defense if not super fast um, or something, you know, something along those lines. So that's, that's all it is. It's getting the entire guild on the same page because one person modding one way and then another person modding a different way. And then a third person modding an even different way really doesn't help anything in, in a guild. Um, and as prime says in chat, yes, you need, you need guard. Gar Saxon to have your best mods. The entire guild needs to. It's yeah, silly if you don't. I thought that was obvious. I don't know. Uh, Yes, yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. So next next podcast question. Uh, So when you invade a planet, you have to take care of fleets in orbit before uh, deploying the ground forces. So fleets should be up front in territory wars, right? Not necessarily a GAC, though, because it's more of a Pokemon stadium mode. So, so in Territory Wars, do you think fleets should be up front? Um, you know what? I like, actually, I like the... I feel like there's been a lot of talk about this lately. I've seen a few different conversations of people saying, like, man, it would be so much easier if we could get to fleets sooner. Like, fleets are a bit the big deal because it kind of resets the the... Uh, contributions of the rest of the guild in a lot of ways like uh, so I could I could contribute really well like early on in a territory war and you know kill all all the different squads that I need to in the first couple hours if there's somehow is all those squads available for me to use Uh, but that does that also uh, like I'll also need the lead to drag me in for ships as well eventually like I I am not done until I've contributed in ships and so I think having them in the back zone like is a good way to I don't know uh, it, it makes your strategy a little bit a little bit more nuanced in my opinion. What about you, Solo? What um, are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I mean, I want a change to a TW board just just to shake something up, like not you know the TW board has been the sa- exact same since TW came out. Like I would love a change to it. Sure. I, I don't think that the change I want is fleets in front. Yeah. I, I agree. I've never, I, I've never once thought to myself, God, I wish I hit fleets earlier. <laughs> um, I mean, it, like you could think, wow, we are rushing so hard right now. I hope that we can actually clear ships before the timer runs out. I know we've been in that situation before, back in the old days, but... God, two days ago. Um, (laughs) Sure. (laughs) uh, Yeah, so I... I, I, Now, put put fleets on top. I would love that. Put fleets on top? What do you mean? So, um, so fleets start at the beginning, you know, at the beginning of TW, you can, you can hit the fleets cause it's a fifth zone on top. Oh, I see what you're saying. 
but you don't need to clear fleets to open up, you know, the next zone. Sure, that would be fine. I don't know. I, I like the idea of forcing everyone to rush to get through 100 really awful or, you know, amazing teams, whatever, before you get into fleets. <laughs> and then and then you have to get through a wall of executors. Though I guess the walls of executors are going to start vanishing here pretty soon, huh? Uh, they could, yeah. We'll see. I know you don't, you don't need to... I need to reveal your strategies, of course. But... The good news is I'm not the one that makes the strategies, so none of them are my strategies. <laughs> nice. Um, Next question. Yeah. All right. Next one. Um, so as a new player, what tools do you use to scout a player and see what teams attacked, attacked you in GAC? What teams attacked you? Well, how do you, how, if you were advising a new player, uh, how would you advise them to scout? Uh, so, I mean, just, I would, I'd look, my, my whole strategy when I'm, when I'm scouting someone is to look at, so I look at what they place, but then, I mean, if they're a really good player, they'll, they'll change things up every once in a while, um, you know, so, you can't really rely on that, but what you can a lot of times rely on, and this is where I fell short against Blade, was um, his offense was like he did the same attacks against the same things over and over again. And so I, I was, you know, I kind of lulled into this false sense of security that he wasn't going to be able to come up with like anything that could, you know, like defeat my defense. And that, that was false. But for the most part, like you can scout your opponent and see what their offensive range is. And if you can see what they use to counter certain things, a lot of times you can throw little hitches in there and, you know, try to figure out what their tendencies are. And then you're like, well, if they use, uh, you know, if they use the eternal on your ray every single time, every single time against every single opponent, and you really don't want their Sith eternal to see what's in the back zone, then you put ray up front and suddenly they don't have Sith eternal available to counter whatever asinine BS you decide to throw in the back. So to me, that's that that would be the first thing I would do for scouting. Just go look at what your opponent places. To go look at what they're what they're doing to uh, on offense, especially. And then I don't know. You can you can look at their roster and stuff. See what kind of pitfalls you might have. See what omicrons they have. What speed they have on their top characters. Top characters though that could be misleading. Uh, what what about you, Solo? Well, we should note real quick because it's a new player asking. Um, that you, you find that information on swgoh.gg, the mm. website. Um, sure. But yeah, it, it's a lot of that, um, basically a lot of what you said, because you, you can't really scout well in the game. Um, if you're new, new player, uh, you know, go into their roster in the game, Take a look at who does have relics and ask yourself, if this is on defense, can I beat this? If the answer is yes, take the team that can beat it. If the answer is no, then pick whatever whatever lane is um, more points. And I, I don't know at all, you know, at all the different levels. Pick whatever lane is worth more points and 
go that lane, uh, block that lane with, you know, your best team or best teams, depending on your level and kind of go from there. Sure. Well, and you know, if you, if you know that your fleets are deficient or whatever, then try to try to block their fleets uh, or, you know, try to block fleets so that they can't get to yours potentially at least. Um, Or if you don't want to have to deal with their fleets and you want to go half board, like, you know, there's, I guess there's a lot of strategies. So GAC is complex enough. You can't really explain everything at once, but um, yeah, I think, I think that's about it. Uh, yeah. SWGOH.GG. If you want to find a specific player, all you really need to do is type, like if, if you want to search for my GAC, for instance, you type SWGOH.GG uh, or even just space GG and then X-A-E-R-E-T-H and then it'll, the search will bring you straight to my page. So it's yeah. just really easy to find. Yeah. Yep. Good times. All right, next question. Um, Do you guys feel like you shouldn't be able to see your opponent's score until after the round is over? Mm. Um, Last round, this person got screwed a couple times because opponent waited to the end and then beat on efficiency. This time, I waited till last hour for him to attack, and I had about 40 minutes to go. Lo and behold, I won because I knew what score I had to beat. Um, So do you think that needs to be fixed? Uh, what do you think, Solo? What are your thoughts? I'm interested to hear. I I don't think that you should have to uh, hide the score. Because think of some of our best streams, right? Some of our best streams are, uh, you know, oh, my God, it came down to one banner. Or, holy crap, I just won by one banner or two banners. Um, like, it it makes it a lot more interesting. And I, I truly think that over time it'll even out, like you're going to go before people, you're going to go after people like, so going second is an advantage, but you still, you still have to perform, you know, like, like going second is going to be a difference of like five banners, you know, it, it's going to be, okay, I'm going to four-man two or three of these teams and take some risks. Um, so I, I'm just, uh, you know, it, it would work in the sense that you, you wouldn't have that advantage. But at the same time, seeing the scores was a lot of fun. And, and it, it's, you know fun to watch prime bot when i can't get into the game and see the scores go up <laughs> yeah even if it's depressing at least you know what's going to happen or right, at least you know what's right. happening no you're right about that um i mean i like what the abattoir said here uh going second is an advantage but seeing the scores is the drama right like, yeah that's uh, that's exactly what it is yeah and, and i think that that's true i I think on a complete, like on, on fairness level, like just on the, if we just level the playing field entirely, I think that it, it would be more fair if people couldn't see each other's scores, but, but it wouldn't be nearly as fun in my opinion. I mean, and that's, right. uh, you know, whatever. I, I think 
I think I would be more, I'd, I'd prefer to just keep it this way. It's more fun. And, you know, you can track what your opponent's doing. I mean, I guess there's a, there's a certain level of self-interest here too, right? Because I'm going to be streaming and no matter what, people are going to have access to my score regardless. So right. if, if they know to look for it, at least if they know how to find me and everything, but at the, at the end of the day, uh, you know, the the closer to even we can be i guess the better so or the closer we can be on on that level but i do think that so, some days i'm like man i just really wish the scores were hidden that way we could just run our own race and don't have to worry but because because it is a thing like going second people try to argue yeah. that, that going first is an advantage because you can put pressure on them and stuff and i mean i could see i could see that line of thinking i guess i I would personally, if I had the choice, if I had the ability to, I would always go second though. I mean, you, you see you see Arnold doing it and Fatal doing it. I mean, and it, it works like, cause they know they're, they're like, oh, my opponent didn't clear me. Now we don't even, we could just ignore this team. Like we don't even have to full clear them. We could just get all, if we could get all one shots everywhere else, we don't even have to clear them. You know, you, okay, it's, a, so it's a huge advantage. About that. So let me bring up, um something from last night. So blade historically attacks immediately. Um, sure. It's, it's what he does. And one of the first things you said to me was, I forget what his score was. What was it? 1717. Mm-hmm. One of the first things you said to me was he got a 1717. I don't know if I can play that efficient. Like you going second, seeing the score, was already it already made it a thought in your head sure on the other hand i would have done my best to be efficient anyways because i know that he's going to score really high i mean you're right there's a certain level of like i don't know if it's intimidation or concern that that can cause for sure like it puts pressure on you i i don't think that it's i i think that i would rather always go second though i'd always rather be in that position yeah, I mean, I would rather go second, but I think there's there's positive and, and negatives to both. Sure. Oh, and that's why I say I, I can see the yeah. argument. I don't think it's completely like invalid. I think, I think that, to me, at least the way I perceive the game, the way I, you know, process things, I will. It would always be an advantage to me to go second. You know, whether whether or not it's a, an advantage to everyone to go second is another matter, and. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it is a factor. Like, Blade did get a really high score. But a lot of times, I guess the lesser opponent, I'd be like, oh, well, I can, I can relax a little bit here. Like, I can actually, <laughs> like, this opens the doors for me to be able to do some more interesting things and give myself more flexibility. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I do, I do agree that going second is better. But I also like the score being there. Even if it does mean my opponent has an advantage, I like I like having the score there. I do too. I, I wouldn't change it. Even though there have been times I wish I wish that. <laughs> I think fair. I think, yeah, certainly right now I would prefer it to just stay where it's at. Yeah. Um, okay. So next question. I I applied the Zeta on Aiden, even though she's still three-star gear eight running with a gear eight magma trooper death trooper gear nine snow trooper and r4 shore trooper 
That's quite the juxtaposition. Um, is it a waste to throw the Omicron on her with the team being so low gear, even though I set this, this team in the back wall? What do you think? Um, I wouldn't set that team in the back wall. Well, so it all, I guess, let me rephrase that. It depends on where, where you're at. Like for me, the lower gear team isn't going to trap somebody in the back wall. But if you're, you know, I have like a 2 million GP account, that team probably can trap somebody in the back wall. Um, so, um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I would, if you have the Omicron available, I would apply it because the team is automatically better. You just have to be aware that gas is going to beat it. Like if they keep gas going into the back wall, that team is dead. Right. So, yeah, I, I think, I, I honestly think that Iden's going to end up on offense for a lot of people, but I mean, she's good on defense. I know that you, you think differently solo. Um, I think that she, she can do certain, she can certainly surprise people on, on defense, you know, and do some good stuff. I will say this though, my, my gear eight Iden and her gear eight compatriots with the Omicron got me a hold this uh, on my alt this, this uh, last week. And I mean, I don't know that that actually ended up getting me the win in that fight, but I think even gear eight Iden is probably worthy of an Omicron and, you know, just work on your other stuff as you can. But like, yeah. especially uh, I would, if you have gear eight, I think I'm going to, I'm going to end up putting her on offense at least sometimes with my alt. Cause that, that gear eight team is still going to kill a, a full gear 12 at the very least Mon Mothma, if not even yeah. more than that. So, you sure. know. Like the Omicron is always warranted, at least at this stage, in my opinion. Yeah, I I I, I think that Omicron is just an amazing Omicron. So mm-hmm. apply it, like in my mind. Yep, money in the bank, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good, man. Gosh, such a silly thing. I don't. I just don't know what to think sometimes. It's like they, they'll release they'll release that and then I don't know, like what what use is you know, some of these some people are saying like the the rose one is good. Uh, or you know, or it's, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think they're all equal though. Like the uh, the no the Iden Omicron is just I don't know, ludicrous speed, I guess. Anyways. Uh, it is 100% ludicrous. I, I honestly think it's probably overpowered, but, you know, that's that's the way it's designed, so that's what we're going to use. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's all the podcast questions. Real quick, we should plug our Discord server if you have podcast questions for the next week. Um, join our Discord server. The link is in the description below. And there's a podcast question section. But more importantly, if you have any questions about GAC, there are lots of brilliant minds there uh, to help you help you along. To help and, you on your way. <laughs> and if 
if you have, or if you see a message for Weevil from a Weevil, it'll probably disappear fast. Not that he's listening to this podcast anymore because he's now quit. Um, oh, did he quit again? But anyway, oh yeah, he he gave his account to somebody else. Oh, I had no idea. I apparently don't yeah. talk to him that much anymore. Hmm. Um, Very well. All right. So heading into this week, um, how did your alt do? Uh, so my alts, so prevail, uh, sorry, Professor X is where we're calling him now. He's, uh, <laughs> he, uh, I I just I go into these weeks and I expect to just get clobbered because you look at all the the GL report and I typically have better mods than everyone in my group still on my on that account but I only have one Galactic Legend and Executors made an enormous difference that's that's the difference maker right there though everyone else has Executor these days so um you know I think I thought that, so I I beat my first opponent he had three galactic legends in executor my next opponent had three galactic legends and executor and I, I beat him as well and then i got to the finals and so the group has had me at one galactic legend there's one guy with two and then everyone else had between three and five and so i expected like the finals match or the final the other semifinal match was a, a guy with two galactic legends versus uh, four or five I was like, well, the four or five guy is probably going to win. And then the guy with two actually ended up winning. So the finals were the two guys with the lowest number of Galactic Legends. Um, and, <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, and this guy actually had a little bit lower GP than me as well. Uh, but he plays a really tough defense. And he, he played, like, who puts, who puts General Grievous with Watt on defense anymore? Like, what, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, but, but he did, and it took me four, four good teams to take out. It, like, I didn't have any fluff in there. Like, they were all yeah. good teams. Um, I ended up full clearing him. I got to fight. He had a, he had a Omicron on Leia and, and Akbar, and they all had relics and stuff. And I was like, man, this team is going to be rough. And then I took Nest in there, and you could see her damage growing like every single turn. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, she's doing 39K damage. Oh, she's doing 40K9 damage on the next hit. Like, it, it was just growing in leaps and bounds. And eventually, that team just, even though there's a lot of stealth on it, it just like destroyed itself on nest and it was, it was pretty funny. Um, so that's not, it's not the team to put on defense. If your opponent places or keeps nest for offense, that's for damn sure. Um, I did have to put, I had to take farm boy Luke on offense uh, on, as lead to make sure she didn't get stunned by R2. But yeah. at the end of the day, he failed on ships a couple of times. It was, it was way closer than I thought it would be. Um, I, I did get the win though. And he was a good sport and messaged me and said, congratulations. So good on him. And nice. I ended up going three and O oh, and I'm only, only a couple hundred. If I go three and O oh again, I'll be in Kyber one. So that's, that's some BS, oh. but <laughs> like, pretty terrifying. Uh, how about you solo? How was, how was your alt week? <laughs> well, hopefully my alt runs into your alt. Um. <laughs> Don't, do not. Don't you put that evil on me? um so i am very happy to say that this is the final week that i'm not going to constantly be down a gl um so i uh i went one and two this week uh 
Fleets got me one day where, or no, it wasn't Fleets didn't get me. Fleets got my opponent one day this past round, but Night Sisters actually got me. I couldn't clear Night Sisters. It had nothing to do with Night Sisters. It had to do with the fact that I took CLS against them all and it failed. So I tried to clean. I tried to clean up cheaply, and I tried to clean it up with troopers, and they failed. And so then I ended up having to take Jedi Master Kenobi against this small team, and I cleared it. I opened up the back, and there were relic. There were relic Night Sisters there that my alt just had nothing, nothing left for. Like I used CLS troopers and Jedi Master Kenobi, and I. I couldn't, I couldn't clear the Night Sisters, and the kick in the balls were he couldn't clear Fleet, and I still lost because of the losses to Maul. <laughs> it's so pissed. Um, but so I went one and two on that account. Every time, every time I was down at GL, it was so disappointing, but not, not anymore because now I have Lord Vader. Right. I mean... Most people, not most people, there is a certain subset of our community who would, who would say, you don't have Lord Vader, you have Lord Failure. Yeah, well, they're... You shouldn't be excited paying, because he is Paying worthless. attention to the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I still don't get it. I'm like, if he's so easy to beat, then why did, why did he trap me? How did, how did Blade trap me with Lord Vader, you know? Right. Or how come how come I watch the person's streams that uh calls him Lord Failure and quite frequently he's two tapping him. Right. <laughs> uh but anyway. Um yeah, well, so the next two weeks he'll be a little bit of Lord Failure because he just doesn't have the ultimate. So I'm probably gonna take him on offense and just kill something. Uh, I don't know. But um, once he gets the ultimate, I'm excited. <laughs> that's fair. Well, well yeah, what, that's, yeah. He's, he's very Sith Eternal Emperor-like in the sense that he doesn't really do, like, he, he gets way better once you hit the ultimate. But he's kind of awkward oh, yeah. before that. Like, he's still good. He's still top six characters. Like, I wouldn't take... I wouldn't take some rant. I wouldn't be like, hey, I'd rather take Yeti Monday than like Lord Vader without the ultimate. Like, of course I'd rather have Lord right. Vader. But but the ultimate is what really unleashes him in a lot of ways. Yes. Yes. Much like Starkiller gets unleashed, so does Lord Vader when he gets the ult. <laughs> uh, no, oh, but I am excited go. because he can, I have I have him R7 right now. I'll, I'll be able to get him R8 before the end of the week. I just ran out of um, materials. <laughs> um, and then um, I have him at like 325K health and protection combined, which yeah. effectively, like if you look at Hotbot or Hot Utils, it's like 950K health. Um, it's, it's some stupidly absurd number. So He's going to take out teams. I mean, me just adding Lord Vader for this next week, just Lord Vader adds a team. Like, a team. like we were talking about the Wampa Omicron. Sure. Like, I, I gained another team. 
today, and that is quite exciting. Because that, that account needs it. That account needs another team badly. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't have Maul yet. Uh, I guess you do now. You have, you actually have Maul, but I do. He's not geared, but I have him. Right. Uh, Got to catch yeah. them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my problem, my problem on that account now is Lord Vader's team likes relics, and I have nothing to relic them. I just have, I am tapped from this Lord Vader farm. I went Supreme Leader Kylo directly into Lord Vader, and I have nothing for relics. Like I need, hmm. I need a minute to build up some relic material yeah that's an issue man you gotta you gotta farm it it's rough spend crystals on it if you're lazy like me <laughs> <laughs> yeah not not for my alt i'm not going to my main account i think but eh, not for my alt that's that's the nice thing about my alt is i've i've moved so slowly on it this whole <laughs> like that i still have yeah. thousands of of you know untapped relic materials that I, I can you know of gear that i could smash into relic materials eventually it's going to become a huge issue but right now it's it still feels like oh do you guys have problems with this even as i <laughs> even as i know my main account is like yeah i've been playing for way longer than this alt and i have nothing right. <laughs> it's a desolate wasteland of gear for my main yeah so. uh all right um so, that, that's our all. Oh, actually, how did Prevailman do? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, gosh, so stupid Prevailman. I, I didn't want to even get into a Rhodium in the first place because I, I don't have the teams. Like, there's just, <laughs> I was already stretched thin in Chromium. Like, there, there was no way I wanted to go into a Rhodium. Like, Chromium, you need to play seven and kill seven plus two fleets and then a rhodium uh, it's nine and nine so four more teams and i i don't have that i have <laughs> i literally i think i have 18 team 18 groupings that you could you could just like very vaguely associate as teams toward the bottom of it you're like okay so so like fives goes with bigs and then what you know like like it gets so sketchy like gear yeah. gear 11 fives with gear 11 bit yeah so so um you know I, I ended up placing some just completely garbage teams like just you know here have a 69 i guess like how enjoy your 69 <laughs> courtesy of courtesy of zareth and um but but the the idea is to just place some tougher teams as well that they're not going to be able to you know because everyone's got teams that can beat the worst teams. Not everyone has. Like, if you put, like, four or five really strong teams on defense, not everyone has four or five teams that can counter that. Um, and not, and most people aren't going to be able to find ways to, like, zerg them down. And so that's basically what happened. Like, none of my opponents could clear my fleets. I, I just put both of my GT2 fleets down and then, and then just assumed that they were going to block fleets uh, or that I wasn't going to go to fleets. But one way or another, I, I got the win all three fights – due to stupidity on i don't know on everyone's <laughs> part i i have no idea how we managed to get through because all the rosters were at the very least one million more gp and one of them was well over two million more than me and they all fought like they they, they weren't just guys who were just like oh, i don't like gac we're not going to do it like they're all guys who actually tried and 
somehow I managed to get through. Um, so now I was in a rhodium four. Now I just skipped three and now I'm in a rhodium two and I don't know, don't know what's going on with my life. It's just, <laughs> just total chaos. So very, very successful GAC week for me. I ended up uh, losing that one to blade, but otherwise I didn't lose any others. So I nice. mean, my, my time is coming. I'm sure I just, this week, this week looked really promising and nice at least. I don't know. So yay, prevail, man. He's living up to his name a bit, at least. <laughs> That's good. Um, uh, all right. So we're now headed into, you know, week two. Um, have you done anything to your roster? Any upgrades, any remods, anything to help help your roster along? Uh, so I just got the, the new first order bomber seven stars so so i have the new two new bombers there i I will hopefully i'm not gonna i'm not gonna break myself to do this i I don't think but i'm gonna try to get the interceptor unlocked before this gac Uh, just just in case someone discovers a comp and i'm like oh cool like five star interceptor (laughs) is actually relevant like we'll try that um right well, because if it doesn't cost me much, then I may as well do it. But I just don't know if I have the time. I, I am so strapped on time tonight. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And otherwise, what, what did I do on my roster? Like, uh, so I'm contemplating. I think I have one Relic 8 that I can apply. So the question is, do I apply it to, let's see, fives would be nice, though it's it's kind of I haven't really needed it yet. I haven't been in a position where I needed that. Um, I could get Fennec up to eight. Um, I could get, I get a few other characters up to eight. And that's, that's the real question for me is who, who should I get there? Um, who is worthy? And I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. So that's, that's the biggest question. I could even do like land, I could do land Vino at eight and, be pretend to be blade so that, that's that's kind of funny too um otherwise yeah I, i'd like to get jawas up but who knows who knows what's that, what that's going to happen with that so uh what about you solo um well as you were talking i just pulled a 145 from a pack on the thai echelon so that'll be seven star soon um <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you. I hate you solo base. <laughs> um, uh, I finished getting my last Jawa to R5. Uh, so that happened. I got my first order officer to R6. So that happened. Um, my Mando is finally modded for the, the Zamacron. So I, I have that going for me. So uh, I'm, I'm, Looking in pretty good shape. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so that those were the changes to my roster. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Um, yeah. I, uh, I don't have an Omicron to apply either. So I thought I would. I thought I was close, but I don't. I really want the other Star Killer one, actually, and I also yeah. want the Wampa one irrationally. <laughs> Rationally or irrationally, um, 
and and I want to, and I want Darth Talons actually, just because I keep using her with with Treya, and I keep wondering how it would improve things if it would improve things. It probably wouldn't really be that worthwhile, but it just seems like something I would like. It's like the Boba Fett Zeta that yeah. I resisted for so long. I'm like, it won't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> like it could it could hurt me not to have another Omicron somewhere else though. So we'll see. Right. Um, I don't know. So I guess we're done. Yeah, I guess that kind of that that stick a fork in her. She's done. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, this is uh, I'm jealous. Solo, you said that you looked at your your like grouping and you don't you didn't see any guilds you recognized really. Well, I recognized a few of them. There's like sure, sure. But, uh, Maw One and Caw Patrol are nowhere near me, which is nice. I mean, there's still like I have a Shadowland shot first, and you know, so there's recognizable guilds just not not maw one or call patrol not not 10 million accounts with 1200 mod six e mods right yeah i'm jealous yeah. yeah i saw i saw my my potential group i was like i don't recognize any of the players actually or at least not they're kind of vaguely familiar because you always see them in territory wars floating around yep. Like, oh, I think I killed that their ray, but who knows? Um, but otherwise, yeah, all the everyone in my group is has a recognizable guild, has a name yeah. brand guild. <laughs> <laughs> so that's scary. Anyways, um, I guess guys, don't thanks for all watching. Don't be dicks. Yeah, and remember that evil sucks. Yeah.